in sweden there lived a man called alfred nobel and when alfred nobel was a child he was always quite curious and he kept experimenting with many things when he grew up he invented many things including a very safe explosive which some of us may know the name of it's called dynamite so the moment he invented the dynamite a lot of businesses around the world bought his dynamite uh, they used it in mining and even for creating bombs and during war very soon alfred nobel became a super rich man many years passed and one morning he woke up had his cup of coffee and began reading the day's newspaper to his surprise the newspaper had declared that alfred nobel was dead he thought to himself surely they've mistaken me for someone else but even more to his horror they had written as the headline the dynamite king dies he was the merchant of death so when alfred nobel read these words he asked himself is this how i am going to be remembered he figured that he may not be able to go back in time and make a new start to his life so he decided that in his will he would bequeath most of his wealth and remember he was a really really rich man to honor people who had done great work to benefit mankind and today most of us remember alfred nobel as the man who instituted the famous nobel prizes that are given away every year hi there you're listening to what's new today a kids and family podcast about current events shaping our world this is sangeeta your host from india every monday and friday i am joined by curious children from anywhere in the world and together we discuss an interesting new story in today's episode we talk about a few people who have won the nobel prizes let me introduce you to my co-host today i'm joined by three children each child has done a lot of research about the individual areas in which some of these people have won nobel prizes Hi, my name is Isha. I'm 12 years old and I'll be talking about the Nobel Prize for Physics. Hi, I'm Ray. I'm 10 years old and I'm here to talk about Nobel Nobel Prize winners in physiology or medicine for 2022. Hi, I'm Trai and I'm 11 years old. I'm here to talk about the Nobel Peace Prize this year. Welcome to the show, Isha. Uh, why does someone get a nobel prize usually they receive one because they've done a distinguished service or something notable in a specific field you know that reminds me of a very funny joke do you want to try answering this sure why did the scarecrow win a nobel prize hmm not sure because it had done outstanding work in its field <laughs> that really is a funny joke is it okay i'm glad you enjoy my rather silly funny jokes i know you said you've done a little bit of research about nobel prize in physics so who's won the prize this year this year actually it's shared by three people uh, so the three f- people have won one prize yeah 
All right. So will they all be going up on stage and together holding one trophy? Actually, I think they all get the separate trophies or medals, but I think they have to share the money. Ah, so I'm sure still winning a Nobel Prize is a cause for a lot of pride. So regardless of whether they have to share the money or not, so who's won the prize this year? The prize winners for this year's Nobel Prize in Physics is Anton Zeilinger, John of Clauser, and Alain Aspect. So which countries do these people belong to? John of Clauser belongs to the USA. Sir Anton Zeilinger belongs to Vienna, Austria, and Alain Aspect from France. So all these three people worked together, conducted their physics experiments together or um how did they go about working on the same topic? Actually, they didn't work together, but their topics were kind of interrelated. on the same experimenting with entangled photons oh so one person was in austria one person was in france one person was in the us and they were just working independently on the same topic yeah so can you tell me what they have won the nobel prize for this year they have won the prize for quantum entanglement it's a quite interesting topic so imagine you're as small as an ant or smaller than that It everything in your world depends on quantum mechanics. So Ant-Man is governed by quantum mechanics but Hulk is governed by what you and I Classical do. Classical mechanics. Classical mechanics, okay? Yeah. Actually Ant-Man might not depend on quantum mechanics, probably something smaller than him. Oh, even smaller than Ant-Man, okay? Yeah. Yeah, so quantum mechanics is kind of like the basic logic for someone as small as an atom even as an atom okay so you're saying very very tiny particles have different sets of rules but people as big as you and i we follow a very different set of rules is that something that these people physicists have proved this year exactly okay so what are the rules that tiny particle particles follow that's different to explain this i'll tell you an experiment about a cat and a box There was a physicist named Schrodinger. He did not like cats very much. So he decided to put a cat in a box with But a... the cat could breathe? Yeah. Oh, sure. okay. But here comes the terrible part, I guess. He put the cat in the box with a bomb with a 50/50 chance of exploding. Sorry, sorry. I don't mean to interrupt this experiment that Isha is talking about. It was not an experiment that Schrodinger actually did. It was something that he called a thought experiment, meaning he asked us to think about it. And imagine there's a cat in a box with a bomb that may or may not explode. I'm sorry I interrupted Isha's explanation. Just did not want any listeners to get scared. Thanks, Rai. I'm a little less scared now. Isha, can I request you to continue with your story? So then he closes the box. Until we open the box, we don't know whether the cat is alive or dead. So the cat is basically alive and dead at the same time. But once you open the box, we know whether it's dead or alive. Oh, you're saying until you open the box, you 
in your head you think the cat could both be dead or alive at the same yeah. time because you don't know what has really happened yeah so this kind of rule of quantum mechanics is all about before the box is opened oh okay yeah now i'll uh, explain to you guys about quantum entanglement let me explain this to you using two boxes and two gloves one box has the glove for your right hand the other box however has the glove for your left hand so imagine you keep one with you on earth the other one is all the way in the andromeda galaxy so as soon as you open the box here on earth you see that it's the right glove so immediately you will know the one in the andromeda galaxy is the left glove in this way both gloves are sort of entangled So basically quantum entanglement is both gloves are interrelated in some way and measuring one affects the other no matter how far apart they are Oh Let me see if I've understood this right There are two gloves one inside a box on earth and the other inside a box on the Andromeda galaxy Each glove has the ability to constantly be both right and left pretty much switching uh, all the time inside each box and the moment i open a box on earth the glove freezes in any one state let's imagine that is right hand state at that point this glove has the magical ability to convey to a box sitting in andromeda galaxy hey look someone's opened the box and has measured my state that means they've discovered that i'm right hand So immediately that glove over there switches and becomes a left hand glove and it only stays in that state all the time. So cool, right? Yeah. So where are we going to use quantum entanglement? There's a thing called quantum cryptography. Imagine you're in India and you're trying to message someone all the way in the Pacific Ocean. And you don't want anyone else to discover your secret. but someone tries to intercept your call immediately you get an alert and faster than the speed of light you can change your message wow this sounds really interesting so narin i know you've done uh, your research about the nobel prize winners who has won the nobel prize for physiology or medicine in 2022 swanthi pabu swanthi pabu okay which country does he hail from swedish sweden can you tell me what he's won the nobel prize for he's won the nobel prize for um physiology or medicine because of his research on uh, neanderthals his research on neanderthals okay who were the neanderthals Neanderthals were different types of humans. They were late, they were related to humans, but they didn't have the exact same behavior. So, what did Swante Pabo find out? Because I think a lot of people already knew that Neanderthals existed. What did he find out? He found out how to um get the DNA from an old um Neanderthal bones. Oh so 
till now we've never been able to find the dna of, of a neanderthal he's found out a new way to get the dna of the ne- of a neanderthal so this technique he's done can we generate the complete dna of other human species also yes because he has found out to generate the dna of another human species called the denisovans oh so now we can go back if we ever find a really old skeleton of a human species that is different from how nareen and sangeeta you know our dna is because of what swanthi pabo has done we can understand how these people's dna really looked yeah so how does this help us anything that we can use uh, his brilliant technique for uh, dna sequencing so if we look exactly at the dna of a denisovan we can understand how it behaved differently oh how they behave differently okay <laughs> so that may also explain why they went extinct and only people like nareen and sangeeta or an other homo sapiens still roam around the world yeah okay one last question nareen where did the neanderthals live where did the homo sapiens live where did the denisovans and all live well the neanderthals lived in europe and uh, some of the parts of asia and homo sapiens have lived in africa in the denisovans have lived most mostly in east asia stray who are the nobel peace prize winners this year it goes to one person and two organizations the person's name is alice bialyatsky he's from belarus so what did he do that uh, he's been awarded the nobel peace prize He has fought to promote democracy in his country and many years ago the constitution in his country was changed and because of this change the leader of his country got powers like a dictator and he thought that was not good for the people in the country the dictator will keep ordering the people and they can lose homes jobs everything So how has he fought against all this? He's led the protests and even now he's in jail, brave man. But what I don't understand is if he's got the Nobel Peace Prize, why is he now in jail? Are you asking why he hasn't been let out just because he's won a Nobel Prize? Yeah, it's pretty important. It's not awarded to anyone. That is true. Nobel Peace Prizes don't come to everybody. but the nobel prize is awarded by a group of people sitting in norway or sweden so people sitting in norway and sweden don't have control over the rules and regulations of what happens in belarus so can you talk about the two other organizations who have won the peace prize one organization is called memorial it's based in russia Memorial tries to collect information about people who have been hurt by the government. Why is it important to collect information about people who are hurt? I mean, how does that help the in promoting peace? If we don't collect information about crimes today, we can't prevent similar ones in the future. Oh wow, that is very likely correct. 
The second organization that has won the Nobel Peace Prize is based in Ukraine. It's called the Center for Civil Liberties. They have worked in Ukraine for Ukraine to become a full-fledged democracy. So, Trai, do you think democracy is something that we all have to really fight for if we don't have it in our country? Yes, I think so because if we don't have democracy, then the government may, may be able to seize more power and harm more people. Whereas in democracy, the people get to elect who they think is best. And such people cannot get away with making harsh rules. That brings us to the quiz time for today. But today's quiz time is going to be a little different. I'm going to leave you with two questions. The first being, what did people call Alfred Nobel in the newspapers that got him so upset? Was it A, the murderous scientist or B, the merchant of death? The second question, this one's a little bit tricky, is the meaning of the word doctor, physician or is a doctor called a physicist? If you know the answer to these two questions, there's a link right below in the show notes. Please click the link and choose the right answer. And... There's a prize for those who get both questions right. And the prize is a very interesting storybook. That brings us to the end of this episode. There are six Nobel Prizes awarded each year. In this episode, we've covered three of the Nobel Prizes. Over the next few days, we will release the second part of this podcast where three other curious children will talk about the remaining three Nobel Prizes awarded this year. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, please do click the follow subscribe button on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you're listening to this. And please do leave us a rating and a review. We share a lot of updates about these Nobel Prize winners and many other such current events on our social media pages. So follow us on Instagram and Twitter to find out more about these people. Thanks for listening.